Hello, Truth Seekers, and welcome back to another episode of the Truth Seekers Bible Stories for Kids podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true, and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. I'm so glad that you joined me for another episode this week. In our last episode, we learned about Jacob and his journey to his uncle Laban's home. We learned that Jacob was deceived by his uncle into marrying Leah when he really wanted to marry her younger sister, Rachel. So Jacob was tricked into marrying both Leah and Rachel. Soon Leah and Rachel began to have children. Jacob became the father of many children. Do you know how many children Jacob had? Not five, not ten, but thirteen children. Jacob had one daughter and twelve sons. The names of Jacob's sons were Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Dan, Naphtali, Gad, Asher, Issachar, Zebulun, Joseph, and Benjamin. And his daughter's name was Dinah. And now that Jacob had worked for his uncle Laban for 20 years, and now that he had a family of his own, the Lord said to Jacob, Go back to the land of your fathers and to your relatives, and I will be with you. So Jacob loaded up his whole family, which was not an easy task, for Jacob had gained much wealth while he had been working for his uncle Laban. You see, the Lord had blessed Jacob while he was serving his uncle, and now he had camels and cows and donkeys and sheep and goats and clothing and dishes and blankets and tents and all kinds of good things that he had accumulated over the years. But nonetheless, they packed up all of their items. Jacob put his wives and children on camels, and he drove all of the cows and sheep and goats on ahead of them, and they set out. Now wait a minute, I know what you were thinking. I know you were just waiting to ask, what about Jacob's brother Esau? Well, for those of you who don't remember, Jacob had tricked his father into giving him the family blessing instead of giving it to his older brother Esau. When Esau found out what Jacob had done, he was so angry, he said that he would kill his brother Jacob. That is why Jacob had to flee to his uncle's homeland to get away from his brother Esau. But now it had been 20 years since Jacob had been gone. Would Esau still be angry? After all of those years, would Esau still want to kill his brother Jacob? Jacob didn't know, but he did know that God had told him it was time to return home. And God had also said that he would be with Jacob. So Jacob obeyed. And on the journey home, Jacob decided that he would send messengers ahead of him to tell Esau that he was coming. And he gave his messengers specific instructions on what to say to his brother Esau. He said to his messengers, Tell my brother Esau that your servant Jacob says, I have been staying with Laban and have remained there till now. I have cattle and donkeys, sheep and goats, men servants and maid servants. Now I am sending this message to my Lord that I might find favor in your eyes. 
Jacob was hoping that by sending this message to Esau, that he might accept him back. When the messengers returned from delivering their message to Esau, they said to Jacob, We went to your brother Esau, and now he is coming to meet you, and four hundred men are coming with him. Oh no! What should Jacob do? Esau was not only coming to meet him, but he was bringing four hundred men with him. Would he kill Jacob? Would he kill his family? Would he take everything he owned? Jacob prayed immediately to the Lord and said, O oh God of my grandfather Abraham, God of my father Isaac, O oh Lord, you said to me, Go back to your country and your relatives, and I will make you prosper. And Lord, I am unworthy of all the kindness and faithfulness you have shown to me, your servant. I only had my staff when I crossed this Jordan, but now I have become two groups. Save me, I pray, from the hand of my brother Esau, for I am afraid he will come and attack me, and also the mothers with their children. But God, you have said, surely I will make you prosper, and will make your descendants like the sand of the sea, which cannot be counted. After he had finished praying, he began to prepare a gift to give to his brother Esau. He set aside two hundred female goats, twenty male goats, 200 lambs, 20 rams, 30 female camels and their babies, 40 cows, 10 bulls, 20 female donkeys, and 10 male donkeys. Phew, that's a lot of animals. Jacob sent his servants ahead of him with these gifts to give to Esau before he arrived hoping that these gifts would make him happy just in case he was coming to harm him. That night Jacob sent his family ahead of him to cross the river. After he had sent them across he was left alone and a man appeared to him. Jacob didn't know yet that this man was the Lord. The Bible says the man began to wrestle with Jacob. Wait, wrestle? Why would God appear as a man to Jacob and wrestle him? The Bible says they wrestled all night long. They wrestled until the sun came up. God allowed Jacob to struggle because you and I know that God is so powerful he could have beat Jacob in a second. But God allowed Jacob to wrestle and he continued to wrestle and he continued to wrestle, and he wrestled with God all night until finally God touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that from that day forward, Jacob would always walk with a limp. And the man said to Jacob, let me go, for now it is daybreak. Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. What is your name? The man asked. Jacob, he answered. Then the man said, Your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with men and have overcome. And Jacob called that place Peniel, saying, It is because I saw God face to face, and yet my life was spared. And as the sun rose above him in the sky, and as he walked away from that place to meet his family, Jacob 
walked with a limp, and he remembered the night that he wrestled with God. And now Jacob's name would no longer be Deceiver. He now would be known as Israel. How wonderful is that for Jacob, that he no longer would have a name that meant to deceive, but now he would be known as Israel. And every time Jacob said his new name and walked on his limp, he would be reminded of the lesson he learned that day as he wrestled with God. What lesson did he learn, you ask? Jacob learned that he should no longer do things in his own strength. He should no longer try to deceive to get what he wants. But Jacob, from that day forward, would be reminded to rely entirely on God and depend on God for everything. Now what about Esau? Okay, okay, let's get back to Esau. That morning, as Jacob was on his way, he looked up and there was Esau coming with his 400 men. So Jacob divided his children among Leah and Rachel and he went ahead and as he approached Esau, he began to bow down to his brother. What do you think Esau will do? What is going to happen? Well, here is the best part of the story, my friends. Esau ran up to meet his brother Jacob, and do you know what he did? He hugged him. Esau threw his arms around his brother's neck and hugged him tightly. And do you know what they did? The Bible says they wept. They cried because they were so overjoyed at seeing one another again. It was as if all of the hurt and anger of the past had disappeared. Jacob introduced his family to Esau and insisted that Esau keep the gifts he had sent ahead. Jacob said, Please accept the presents that I have brought to you, for God has been gracious to me and I have all I need. He said to Esau, Seeing your face, my brother, is like seeing the face of God. He was so happy and relieved that Esau had forgiven him. And so we can really say it was a happy ending after all for the brothers Jacob and Esau. And so Jacob returned to his homeland of Canaan and settled safely back in the land that the Lord had promised him. And Jacob was reunited with his father Isaac, and he lived in the land where his father had stayed, the land of Canaan. Well, truth seekers, what is the truth that we find in this story? What truth did you find as you were listening to this story? The truth that we find is that God wants us to depend on Him with our whole lives. The Bible says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him and He will direct your path. Isn't it good to know that God will lead us and guide us when we're not sure what to do or where to go? As we trust Him, He will lead us and take care of us. Sometimes we try to figure things out our own, and sometimes we might worry and fret and even deceive like Jacob did to get our own way. But God wants us to give Him all of our fears and all of our worries. He wants to take care of us. He is like a good Father that only has what's best in store for us. And we may have been like Jacob in the past where we worry or deceive, 
or do things to get our own way. And the good news is, is that God comes into our lives and he changes our name and he says, no longer will you be known as scared. No longer will you be known as afraid. No longer will you be known as deceiver. No longer will you be known as unworthy. But now I call you loved. I call you worthy. I call you good. And he gives us new names because he loves us so much. Let's learn to trust him and lean on him in every area of our lives. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in Genesis chapters 32 and 33. If you've liked what you've heard, please feel free to leave a review in iTunes, as this helps others find the podcast and learn about God too. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Father, we thank you that you are so concerned with every part of our lives. You know how many hairs are on our head, and you see every step we take. You are concerned with our coming and our going. Lord, help us to rely on you completely. When we are worried or afraid or unsure, help us to seek you and come to you first. Thank you for giving us new names, good names, loving names, and help us to trust you with our whole lives. Amen. Thank you for joining me today, and I look forward to our time together next week.